Hey, I'm Graham Winchester from Memphis, Tennessee, and you are listening to the Shangri-La Records Podcast. Hello, world. Welcome to the very first episode of the Shangri-La Records Podcast. I am your host and a proud Shangri-La Records alum, J.D. Rieger. Thank you so much for tuning in. We're going to kick things off the way we will every show, and that's by checking in with a Shangri-La staffer, in this case, my friend and the co-owner of the store, Mr. John Miller. John, thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me, man. Yeah, no problem. How was, uh, how was your day at the shop? I was pretty good. A little bit uh, slow today um, in terms of customers, but um, met a student from Full Sail uh, who wanted to come to the shop and is uh, working with a company that does uh, online connectivity for musicians uh, across the country um, through kind of a uh, social app experience. So uh, we talked with uh, her a little bit, and uh, they are working on a project right now to kind of uh, help introduce uh, this app generation, I guess, uh, to vinyl a little bit more. And so they're partnering with this uh, company called VinylFi uh, that's based in uh, the Netherlands, I believe, um, and they will like make you a custom record. You uh, you know can pay for it and. Um, you know, they'll put whatever you want on there, do the art design for you and all this sort of stuff. Um, and so they are going to do that for one of the artists on their platform who wins a video contest. So we were just kind of talking about uh, how I got into vinyl, the first you know record that uh, you know I ever listened to and that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it was pretty interesting. Yeah, sounds like it. So. Tell me, uh, you had a record store day in August, correct? How, how, did, how did that go? Yeah, so it, it was the end of August. Um, it, it was interesting. You know, they uh, obviously couldn't do record store day in April this year and uh, decided to try to break it up into three different, what they're calling RSD drops. Um, one at the end of August, uh, one coming up in September, and one in October. And uh, the idea was kind of to make sure that there were multiple opportunities for record stores to have customers, um, you know, like so many small businesses. Um, it, it's been pretty hard uh, throughout the pandemic uh, being either closed for a while or whatever. So uh, it was good that uh, we were able to invite some people back and we, uh, we decided to have an in-person uh, experience uh, for record store day. We feel like that's really part of the vibe. So uh our mission was to try to make sure that we could do it in the most socially distant, safe manner. So, uh, Jared, uh, you know, the longtime owner of Shangri-La, his wife, Lori helped, uh, design these little Shangri-La stencils and we spray painted them, uh, six feet apart, um, around the building so that people could space out and, uh, we could still form the line and come in. So that part, I think lent a little bit of normalcy to the whole, uh, process and people seemed to really be excited. Uh, you know, the first person said that they got there at three in the morning to line up. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we gave everybody about 10 minutes, uh, to shop the record store day stuff once they got inside and it's, you know, just one uh, person, uh, at a time. 
So uh, that really kept the line moving, and we had steady traffic until uh, probably about 4.30 uh, that afternoon. So uh, it seemed like people you know, were anxious for an opportunity to get out, but um, you know, to do it in a, a way that was pretty safe, I think, really uh, worked well for us and for the customers. Was there a big release or a surprise success this year in the in the first drop? You know, th- there were a number of things that were really interesting for us as a shop based in Memphis. Um, there was a, a really cool uh, Sun compilation of their early blues material. For the last number of years, they've done different releases um, from the Sun vaults. Uh, so this is cool just because, you know, some of these uh, records are, are nearly impossible to find on 45s or, or they're, you know, going to cost you an arm and a leg um, if you're finding the 45 or the 78 on those. So that was really uh, a good seller for us. And then uh, they reissued Al Green's Green is Blues on Fat Possum. And they went back and got, I don't know if you uh, recall, but the uh, initial pressing of that record um Al had a process on his hair and it's just this really smooth uh, crushed velvet suit that he's wearing. And eventually they uh, repressed that album uh, with a, a live shot of him singing. And so they went back and reissued it with the original artwork and it just looks super great. So that, that was a oh, good that's one. Cool. We, yeah. Well, our, our friends at fat possum really have done a great job with that. You know, Bruce Watson and, and everybody down there, um, have done so well with that high catalog and finding uh, this was a really cool uh, continuation. You know, they did that Al Green seven inch box set uh, previously. And I believe if I'm not mistaken, that both of those um, were uh, mastered by Jeff Powell at uh, takeout vinyl here in Memphis. Uh, He's based out of the Sam Phillips studio doing all that work. Sure. We know Jeff. Well, yeah, he's great. Friend of the show. (laughs) friend of everybody. He's awesome. So yeah, those were really big sellers for us. I I think, you know, some of the surprise things, um, there was, um, a Tyler, the creator, uh, record that, uh, came out uh, a while back called cherry bomb. And they did uh, reissue on that as well as uh, a pressing of, uh, instrumentals from that record. And that one really sold, uh, like we had people just clamoring for that and uh, probably could have sold more if, uh, if we'd been able to get them. Um, everybody was real excited about the John Prine box set uh, that came out on, um, that was an Atlantic box set reissue. Uh, so that was cool. Um, yeah, I think, I think that Tyler, the creator, and then, uh, you know, I, I was talking with uh, our friend uh, Eric Friedel over at Goner afterwards, and we both, um, uh, acknowledge that we probably could have sold, uh, about 150 of that Billy Eilish, um, live at third man record. Um, it seemed like people asked about that all day long. I can remember the last time I was working in a record shop, Billy Eilish was, uh, anything we could get in the store was flying off the shelves almost as quick as we could get it. Yeah. Yeah. That definitely seems to be the case. Uh, I mean, we, we had some rare Billy Eilish, uh, box set that somebody sold into the shop. And, uh, the moment I put it on Discogs, I had people calling and emailing the store for it. So yeah, she, she really seems to be, uh, having a moment right now. So there's another record store to record store day drop coming up on September 26th, correct? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. It'll be the, the last Saturday in September. 
um, and then there's, you know, another one in October, but yeah, the, the September one is coming and there's, uh, there's a lot of good stuff in that one as well, uh, that I, I'm sure people will be excited about, um, both in Memphis and nationally. Um, there's a replacements, uh, three LP live, uh, show from 89, uh, called complete incarcerated live, uh, that I think will probably be pretty popular in Memphis. Um, you know, ever since, um, uh, Bob Mayer's Trouble Boys uh, came out. Uh, any of the replacement stuff that gets reissued gets bought up immediately. Uh, so I'm, I'm pretty sure that one will go quickly. Um, you know, another one uh, with uh, a slight tie to Memphis. Uh, there's a uh, an album coming out called Will Covered uh, with people doing uh, Wilco covers. And, uh, you know, Pat Sansone has been uh, really heavily involved in Memphis the last number of years. Um, working with uh, Robbie Grant on the Mellotron Variations projects. And uh, he's another friend of the store, uh, super nice guy. And um, I, I'm pretty sure we'll we'll sell a lot of those. But, you know, there's a lot of, um, you know, variants, I feel like, in, in the genres uh, that they're coming out with for this Record Store Day. Um, I know we'll probably sell a lot of uh, Best of Jerry Garcia box set. It always feels like the Garcia and Dead stuff is a, a huge record store day thing. For sure. Uh, and then uh, Currency, uh, a hip-hop artist out of uh, New Orleans, his very first uh, record called Pilot Talk is being uh, uh, put out, and I'm pretty sure that one will fly off the shelves. Uh, and there's a really cool uh, Charles Mingus, a hum redux um, album coming out, and uh, over the last few years, I, I really have seen a rise in our customers that are coming for the jazz reissues. Um, it used to just be that there were like three Sun Ra things uh, that are coming out every record store day. And now it feels like they've really uh, diversified uh, in terms of the stuff that's coming out. And it'll be the same drill as far as the spacing and the one at a time for September 26th? Yeah, yeah. We, we plan on doing that again. It, it worked really well. And, and like I said, uh, it was able to have enough uh, people consistently moving through that no one was in line for too terribly long, but it allowed them that, you know, feeling of, Oh yeah, I'm back in a record store and, you know, actually getting to dig in a crate, even if it's, you know, uh, kind of in a compressed uh, time frame. Yeah. Well, tell me uh, quickly how, how the store is, is doing right now in general. You're open, you're open by appointment. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, we've, We've been open for the last couple months by appointment only um, between noon and six, Monday through Saturday. And it's one customer or um, group of cohabitants uh, able to book those appointments at a time for uh, 45 minutes each. Um, and that was something that we really kind of thought about how we could allow people to have that in-store experience, but make sure that staff and uh, customers all were safe, that people weren't uh, co-mingling in the shop that, you know, would have uh, been from different places. Um, and also to give us time in between appointments to uh, clean everything up. And uh, that was something we got together with uh, Eric Friedel uh, over at Goner. And he and I kind of kept in touch throughout the pandemic while both of our shops were closed. And as we kind of um, both were watching the numbers and, and once the city and uh, state were allowing uh, for small businesses to reopen, we, we kind of got our heads together and tried to figure out something that would be uh, policies that would work for both stores, uh, that would allow everybody to feel safe, but um, 
you know, also kind of set a tone for customers that, you know, here, here's the way that this is going to work. And, um, you know, I, I hope that you can understand how and why we're going to try to do it this way. And by and large, we really have, uh, not had any problems with that. People, um, are, are, I think just so glad to get out of their houses, uh, at this point that, uh, they're happy to mask up and use the hand sanitizer that we provide and, um, you know, keep distance and, and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, we'll, we'll keep doing that, um, for the foreseeable future. Uh, we, we also, you know, have been selling online. Uh, we did some of that before the pandemic, but really, uh, began ramping up, uh, especially with, uh, titles on, uh, Discogs, uh, and our website as well. Uh, you can find us on the web at shangri.com and, uh, our Discogs is under the listing of Shangri-La Records Shop. Uh, and that's to differentiate from the Shangri-La Records label uh, that Sherman runs. It also has a Discog store. If someone wants to sign up to visit the store, do they call or can they do that on the website as well? Uh, they can uh, definitely call us. Uh, 901-274-1916 is the number there. Um, but we also are using uh, an application that allows uh, customers to schedule their own uh, shopping appointments. And uh, they can find those either through our social media or on our website. There is um, uh, a little blog entry uh, about our scheduling process and uh, all the kind of rules of the road there. So that's pretty easy to find. All right. Well, last question. This is the fun part. Uh, tell me some cool stuff that it's come in the shop recently. Yeah. So, um, you know, we've definitely been buying records uh, throughout the pandemic and, um, you know, finding new cool stuff uh, to add to the shop. So um, specifically some Memphis titles that I was really excited that we came across. Um, we got a Tommy Hohen record uh, called I Do Love the Light that's uh, factory sealed, never been opened. Uh, you know, Tommy's, I don't know that one. I love Tommy, Tommy Hohen. I don't, yeah. I don't have that one. Yeah, it's it's great power pop, and uh, you know it's it's one of those that uh, like so much of his uh, catalog uh, is really hard to come by. Um, so w was real excited to add that to uh, the shop, and then um, a rare Memphis Psych record, a group called Companion, and the record's called Reap the Lost Dreamers. Uh, it's one that I'd never seen before, um, but it was just a, a really cool find in a very random collection that didn't have anything else like that. Uh, but you could tell by the cover art that, uh, it was something pretty unique. Uh, so both of those are, uh, in our Discog store. And then a couple other, uh, cool Memphis things that you can find in our Discog shop, uh, the Asters on stacks with, uh, daddy don't tell me seven inch, just a, a cool, uh, slice of Memphis soul. And then, uh, Another kind of hard to come by Memphis label, the Holiday Inn label. Uh, we've got one from Stoney Martin called Talking About Lovin'. That's a, a funk soul R&B uh, cut that uh, is just another one that uh, we don't see very often at all and uh, came in a collection not too long ago. And those are all up on the Discogs page? Yeah, yeah. All, all four of those are up on the Discogs page, and that's uh, Shangri-La Record Shop uh, under Discogs. But Lord knows there's even more waiting in the bins right now. So definitely make that appointment. Uh, John, I think I think this is good. I think we did well for ourselves. Is there anything else you want to throw in? And I just want to say uh, thanks again. Uh, it's good good talking with you, catching up, and uh, excited to uh, keep sharing what's going on with the store. Thanks for joining us, John. 
Before we get to this week's musical guest, Graham Winchester, I have a surprise for anyone in Memphis listening to the show, and that is a super secret password that will get you a 10% discount in the store on used records. The password is Winchester. Simply say at the counter, Winchester, when you check out, and you'll get a 10% discount on used records or used anything, I think, in the store. One more time, the secret word for now until the next episode drops in October to get the discount is Winchester. Also, just FYI for folks outside of Memphis, we are working on a way to get the discount working on the website. We hope to have that running soon. All right. Our guest this month is a genuine powerhouse of the Memphis music scene. He plays with more bands than I can even keep track of, including The Sheiks, Devil Train, Jack Oblivion, Turnstiles, and more. He's also a talented solo artist in his own right, and you can find his work at GrahamWinchester.BandCamp.com. Here he is, the one and only Graham Winchester. What's up, everybody? This is Graham Winchester. I'm absolutely ecstatic to be on the first episode of the Shangri-La Records podcast. I want to thank J.D. Rieger for asking me to do this, and I've got four quick originals for you. My songs are pretty short, so if you don't like them, hey, you don't have to suffer too long. Then it's on to the next one. But um, this first song I'm going to play for you all is called Steal His Love Away. It's a song I wrote about a vicious love triangle I was once in. And um, I think a lot of people could probably relate to the hecticness and the, and the franticness of the whole thing. So, yeah, here's Steal His Love Away. I clearly had a fancy for your love Well, I could tell that you could tell You were the one that I've been dreaming of I saw the way you saw me smile When I looked up and saw you from above Well, you could tell that I could tell That you could see me hold you tight Yeah, you could tell that I could tell You wanted me to stay all night Oh, yeah I felt the way the gold shine in your smile Made the sun keep shining bright So what are we gonna do If he loves you and knows I know you love me too What are you gonna say knows that I love you more than your own man loves you now and if we could rearrange relationships I know we'd all find love somehow well maybe I could get with you and he could get with her and things would settle down so what are we gonna do knows and know you love me too and what are you gonna say
This next song is called Big Cats, and it's one I wrote for my band with Seth Moody called Turnstiles. We're actually about to have a single release party for it, like a live stream release party. But um, yeah, it's just a song about feeling trapped, you know? And in the year of Tiger King and all the other cats making the headlines these days, I thought, man, sometimes you just feel like a big cat trapped in a zoo. So uh, yeah, here's this song. thankful to be doing this for Shangri-La Records, man, and one of my favorite memories from there is a bunch of memories combined. My band, The Sheiks, always closes down the Sweatfest Festival, which obviously had to be canceled this year, postponed or whatever, but we always play last at Sweatfest, and old Jerry McStay calls us the kings of Sweatfest, and, and we've just sort of embraced it, and we, and we love going there. It usually ends with the drums getting crashed, no shirt on, 
sweaty as hell, just running, jumping around, having a great time. And uh, that kind of sums it up for Shangri-La Records for me. It's just always been such a good time place and a, a place where you can be yourself and buy the music you love, see the people you love, and, and can't wait to get back to regular store hours and going in there and shopping around. My big tradition on my days off from work, I work up here at Sun Studio. My big day off tradition is going to Shangri-La, uh, going to Quick Check and reading the flyer while I eat a Ninja, and then going over to the Garner Records, kind of flashback areas of Midtown and, and just browsing around, going to the Midtown Antique Mall. But Shangri-La means a lot to me, and it's it always will. And, and so I'm so thankful to be the first guest on this podcast. It means the absolute world. But um, this song, Airport, that I wrote is one that I've been playing lately. I wrote it during quarantine or, you know, in March at the beginning of the pandemic. And I don't know, I've always thought it was a really funny scene in one of my favorite movies, What About Bob, when he is convinced that his ex-wife left him because one of them was a Neil Diamond fan and the other one wasn't. And I just kind of wanted to write a song about a guy who's actually blaming the physical airport for the loss of love in his life. It's not him or the girl, it's 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 the it's the damn airport. I don't wanna take you to the airport. Cause airports make me blue. I don't wanna take you to the airport. Cause I'm afraid of losing you Just last summer I went to the airport She said that she'd get off at three She never got off of any damned old aeroplane Turns out she was lying to me take you to the airport How do I know that you'll come back Every love I've had has ended at that no good home wrecking airport Yeah, I'd rather lie on a railroad track That sums up my performance. Once again, I'm Graham Winchester, and you can check out my music at grahamwinchester.bandcamp.com, uh, Graham Winchester Music uh, page on Facebook, and 
Been playing with Jack Oblivion, The Sheiks, The MDs, Turnstiles, Cassette Set. So gung-ho with Jared, the Shangri-La man, and Seth Moody. So a lot of projects going on. Um, I'm on Instagram and all that stuff. So give me a follow, if you will, and also follow the podcast and spread the news about these great podcast episodes that are going to be starting up and, and continuing. And, and um, give Shangri-La all the support you can. I want to thank JD for having me. And all of y'all take care and stay healthy. And I'll, I'll hopefully see you on a live show sooner than later. All right. That's the show. First one in the books. Thank you to our guest, Graham Winchester. Thank you for listening. Thank you to John Miller and Jared McStay for believing in this idea. And also to Jared's band, The Simple Ones slash Simple Tones for the song Pin, which we are using as our theme music. For more info on things going on at Shangri-La Records, check out Shangri.com. That's S-H-A-N-G-R-I.com. Or find us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, the whole deal. Until next month. Take care, y'all. of the Back to the Light podcast network at backtothelight.net.